0: Welcome to the Career Pivot Podcast. I'm Beck Sands, and I help people pivot into careers or businesses that they love. This podcast is an interview series with people that have successfully pivoted their careers so that you can feel inspired to do the same. I believe that everyone deserves to do work that they love and to feel fulfilled, driven, and know that they are making a positive impact on the world. Now, let's get into the episode. Today I'm interviewing Yolanda Finette, a proud Aboriginal, African-American and Greek woman who is passionate about facilitating a shift that supports Black, Indigenous and people of colour to open up to their power, purpose and potential. Yolanda spent 25 years in child, youth and family services before pivoting to become a certified holistic life coach, consultant and well-being facilitator. Now let's dive into the interview. so much for joining me Yolanda. I'm super excited to chat with you about your career pivot. Thank you so much for having
1: me today Beck. It's great to be on your podcast.
0: Let's dive into it. So tell us a little bit about where you were at in your career uh, and what you were doing before you pivoted and then what was the catalyst that made you want to pivot? Um, so
1: I... Have um, well, I started my career in child, youth, and family services. Um, I worked both here in Australia and um, overseas in the United States, in Seattle, Washington, um, uh, where I mostly did youth work, um, working with um, vulnerable communities um, as you know, caseworker, youth work. And then I came back to Australia and worked in management um, and. Work, did that with an Aboriginal community-controlled organisation in the area of child protection, um, and then I guess the real catalyst was burnout. I I was completely exhausted. Um, if you you know if you know anything about the the um, that sector, it is you know extremely. Um, exhausting work it is you know it's it's you're working with our most vulnerable community members and you know there was a point where I just gave and gave and gave and gave so much of myself um and also you know dealing with vicarious trauma um, not to mention my own sort of you know traumas that I brought to the work so it was just a cocktail for burnout the systems are really not designed to um, for you know for us to flourish you know they're very under-resourced um, industries and you know I just it got to a point where I was completely I was almost a shell of my of myself uh, I was very unwell I was very depressed and um, and it almost, well, I needed, I required an intervention from my family. They were just sort of like, we want mum back. You know, my husband was like, I want my wife back. And um, I, yeah, it was, it became actually critical that I decided to make some changes. And so that was really the, the catalyst was, was, was burnout and wanting something different um, for my life while still being able to obviously be, be of service to, to my community, which was really important to me. And I
0: think that um, for many of us, when we do make that career, that big kind of change in our careers, there's always that big catalyst because it can be quite uncomfortable and challenging doing something different to what we've, I guess, like, you know, trained in and got all of our experience in and what we're earning an income in. And so, um, yeah, for many of us, it like takes that kind of huge wake up call, I think, to, to really, uh, make that big change and step into the next thing. So what, I guess, what were the, what were some of the first steps then that, that helped you to get clarity from where you were to, to where you wanted to go?
1: You know, I sat down and I, I had to get some, some sort of a real, I had to do a real sort of stock take on, on my life. And, and obviously going from a management level um, career, you know, I'd worked my way up, you know, after working for twenty five years, you you know you have a you have a lifestyle that goes with management, and it was you know I have a family, I've got children, I've got uh, you know mortgage, I've got all those things that go with you know the day to day life and so my husband and I had sort of built our lives on on us both sort of having you know management level incomes and for me to then decide to that I need, needed a change was was um, really took some careful planning um, and you know a lot of support from my husband who was 100% supportive of my of my journey from the beginning which i think um, was key I don't think I could have done it without his support and also the support of family because um it's you know it's a big it's it's scary stuff you know going from the security that we have um you know in our nine to fives to saying right I'm going to do something completely different um so you know I really you know I Because I had um, reached that real burnout point for me, it was about a dual process, I guess, of doing a lot of healing work um, while also really figuring out what I wanted for my life. And I, you know, I sat down and I just really started to vision plan and I vision uh, visualized what it was and how I wanted to feel, the lifestyle that I wanted to have, and then. You know, really, sort of setting some goals for myself, and it's so funny because I look back at those, you know, those journals and and the vision plan that I had for myself, and I remember feeling so afraid because I really wanted to facilitate workshops and I really wanted to, um, you know, step into the field of of coaching, and but I was so afraid of it. Um, I'm, you know, I'm quite a sort of a shy introvert person, and. You know, I had my own sort of confidence and self esteem stuff that I had to really, really work through, and um, but you know, I just started to really, um, you know, piece by piece, bit by bit, incrementally um, create small incremental changes um, in my life um, that's you know that were sort of headed towards that goal. So, um, you know, I I you know did did my counselling course I did a, a coaching course and um, all the while you know while I was doing those courses in order to um, provide you know continue the income I started a, a small business on the side consulting and I would do small projects in my community as a consultant um, and that was sort of enough to sort of sustain um, you know sustain us financially while I was studying those programs so yeah, it was, it was really about, um, that it was a lot of planning, um, writing down and visualizing, um, came into it.
0: I love that. Cause my next question was going to be, how did you actually take the plunge into your own business? Was it like you left and then stepped straight into the coaching or as you were just talking about, you did some consulting on the side. So what did that look like for you and how did you sort of tangibly bring that into reality?
1: Um yeah so I knew that I you know I wanted to have um fun you know so the money still coming in and at the time I, I did, you know I I didn't have a website I didn't have any kind of um I didn't know what I was doing to be honest but
0: I just do. Yeah. <laughs> we figure it out as we go along.
1: Yeah. And it was just I recall, and this is quite a few years ago now. We're talking probably four four or so years ago, but I remember emailing just people in my networks and saying, hey, this is what I'm doing and this is what I have to offer. And it was based a lot on sort of the skill set that I had obviously gained over the you know the 20 something years in the industry. And I, you know, just sort of started saying I'm available for some consultancy work um, if you've got any projects that you, you know, you, that you know of um, and, you know, slowly but surely, you know, the offers sort of started to come to me, um, you know, people, the word got out. Um, that I was available and so you know so I was able to thankfully do enough in my consultancy to be able to have a little bit of income coming in while I was able to obviously study Um, yeah so that really then paved the way I guess for you know and it was a good little introduction to sort of the business world and and giving me a, a little taster of what was to come um, it was, you know, it was a lot different. I didn't want to be um, doing the work that I had, I was doing, but it was obviously um, important for me to just have that little bit of income coming at the same time.
0: Oh, totally. And it's a good bridge as well, right? Like rather than stepping into something 100% completely fresh and new where you really feel like you're starting from scratch in the business. Um, it's, it kind of is a good bridge to use that existing expertise and continue to earn money you know, even, even if it's like 20% of your time and then you can build that business that you truly are passionate about as well.
1: Yeah. 100%. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. So what were some of the biggest challenges you faced when starting out in consulting and, uh, and coaching as well? Um,
1: there was a lot of challenges Yeah, you know, and, and it's, there was just Learning about business overall was was huge. You know, I, I had no business knowledge at all from, you know, from everything from finances and accounting to marketing to branding to building a website. I had no clue what I was doing. And um, it's just a huge learning curve and such a new skill set um you know so many new skill sets that i've i've learned and developed you know from learning how to you know make um your own flyers and an instagram post on canva to, you know, learning about taxes and how taxes work and, you know, how to, you know, to market yourself, how to write proposals, you know, there's just so many layers to to the business, um, how to, you know, to get new clients, you know, I'm a coach now, how do I get business, you know, so learning about um the so many so many different areas of, of business was a real challenge but what I also um had to learn a lot alongside that and was an important part of I guess my coaching um studies was my own beliefs and my own mindset and you know I I mentioned earlier you know, having, you know, dealing with my own confidence. And so, you know, I had so many fears and so many of my own blocks and limiting beliefs that I had to kind of work through um, myself and my my own belief in what I was doing. And many times I thought, oh, this feels too big. This is too much for me. I'm not, you know, I'm never going to be able to make this happen. And being able to, you know, go deeper into challenging Challenging those thoughts that came up for me, reframing, but also um, looking at where those belief systems have come from, and really honouring 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 you know the the depth or the levels of of where my belief system has come came from. So you know there was a lot 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 that I had to um, to you know to to deal with when it comes to um, starting my business, but it was definitely worth it. <laughs>
0: Definitely, and I I completely identify with everything you just said there because I had the exact same journey. But you know, I don't. I forget where the quote came from, but it's like business is the greatest you know self development journey that you'll ever go on. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but it's also one of the most rewarding because you do face all of your stuff, like you do face all of your issues, and you do have to look at like where those beliefs came from and then reframe them. Um, into something better that will serve you more. So I think it's, you know, yeah, for me, it's been 100% worth it as well.
1: Yes, lots of lessons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> lots of lessons.
1: <laughs> lots of lessons, and yeah, and, and, um, yeah, lots of takeaways. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it can be so overwhelming because like you were saying, like learning about all of the elements of business and particularly I think as you're starting out as a sole trader, um, like a consultant or a coach, you you do need to do all of it yourself to start with at least. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it can be really challenging and it can feel really challenging and overwhelming to try and get your head around every single thing um but yeah it's kind of like about taking it one step at a time and and for me I found really getting support did you find that as well like support in the form of coaching
1: Yeah, support is everything and that's you know I I don't think I could have got anywhere without you know the the support system that I um have been able to develop um, for myself. I think support is key. and there is just you know what i what I have learned is to really you know lean on my support systems the people you know um, and other um, businesses who are able, you know that specialize in things. you know the best thing that you can ever do in the beginning of your business is to hire a bookkeeper and accountant, you know and to just yeah. You know, to get somebody else to worry about your your, you know, when your BAS is due or your taxes are due, or you know, and and to you know, if you if if graphics aren't your strong point, to just get somebody else to you know, rather than grappling with everything, um, to just outsource as much as possible, um, and really, and then you really just get to focus on the things that um, that you're really good at and the things that you do, you do, um, that you, that you really enjoy doing rather than stressing about websites and things that, um, um, uh, you know, cause you to be overwhelmed, which in the beginning is not easy because, you know, um, I know for myself, I didn't have a lot of capital to work with or, or, or funds to work with. So I did have to do things, um, you know, as simply as possible. And I did have to learn a lot, Um, but, you know, as my business sort of grew, I was able to um, get a lot more support. And there's so many people who, you know, um in in our coaching industry even that I could reach out to and just say hey you know I'm putting this together can you please you know can I offer oh can you can you um offer me some advice on this or do you know where can you point me in the right direction about how you did this and it's just incredible I have no I am not shy when it comes to you know reaching out to other coaches about how they put together certain things or um how they created a you know something you know maybe an online course or you know a program and I've been lucky to have just some beautiful um, you know coaches in my life that have been so supportive and mentored me through my journey
0: oh yeah and just on the point that you were saying like about you know investing and getting support where you need it i think that that is so key and i think like for many of us in self in like investing in yourself and in your business it is a bit of a leap of faith and you've got to have Trust in yourself, like it's actually a self worth exercise, because you do need to, I think, believe in yourself enough to actually invest.
1: Yes, yeah, you sure do, um, because it's it can be scary and it can also be quite isolating. Because you know, especially you know, I went from a team environment to you know being by myself and. Um, there's times when I, you know, I, I enjoy the energy of other people and bouncing ideas. And sometimes I get stuck in my own head and, and really, yes, trusting myself that I've got this, I'm going to do it, you know, um, and especially at the beginning, you know, once you start obviously getting clients and you're, you know, getting, um, you know, you've, you're seeing the fruits of your labour, I guess. Um, it gets a bit easier, but at the very beginning stages when it's all so unknown and you're really putting yourself out there, it's, um, yeah, you've got to really um, trust yourself. That's so true.
0: Yeah, but I've found, like, all of the investments that I've ever made, or at least the majority of them, have come back to me tenfold. Mm, yes, agreed. So valuable. <laughs> um, mm. So, okay, so what are some of the best things, about working for yourself and having a business?
1: Um, I think, you know, first and foremost, you know, as, um, you know, being able to, I'm, you know, I'm an Aboriginal woman and I, you know, being of service to me and to my community was always the priority for me and my business. And I, I love that, you know, be, you know, after 25 years of working and being of service to my community, Um, in a way that was never on my terms. It was always, um, you know, guided by red tape or, you know. I think it is so uh, amazing now to be able to provide service on my own terms and I get to, you know, provide a support in a way that empowers and uplifts my community without having to worry about the red tape and worrying about it's not about how many numbers I'm going to, you know, work with and relying on this amount of government funding and it's it's just I get to work in a way that's very al- aligned with who I am, my values and my and my deeper purpose. Um, and you know, on top of that, I I, I like the flexibility. I'm a, I'm a mom as I mentioned before, and being able to just have. The flexibility on how my schedule looks, um, and and connecting with you know so many beautiful people in in my journey um, has been you know some of the best parts of it as well you know because I, I work with a lot of First Nations entrepreneurs I coach coach a lot of First Nations men and women who are you know in business and it's just you know it's incredible to share their journey and to support their their journey as I've gone online and now being able to you know support others to do the same.
0: I love it I love it well that was actually my next question tell us a bit more about the work that you do really specifically.
1: I am um, obviously I I'm a coach as I also do I'm a well-being facilitator so I do a lot of um, I do one-on-one coaching um, as well as um, provide a lot of um, workshops in my community um, so I do workshops And when I say my community my Aboriginal community here in Melbourne I um, and so, you know that my my work really started, I guess, because you know, I, to to really um, sum it up, um, I as a as an Aboriginal woman, you know, would would see practitioners and um, you know whether it be counsellors or or coaches, and I didn't feel seen culturally. I just felt as though um, my you know who I was as an Aboriginal person was not um, recognized or honored in a way that was really important to me. And you know being Aboriginal and being able to feel safe in in those spaces um, I felt was really important. Um, many you know a time um, you know my culture and my identity was diminished and I really wanted to to, you know offer something that was that was different that was you know beyond you know just sort of you know you know there's there's mindset work but really being able to work with mindset that work that honors the systemic and internalized oppression that we carry as black indigenous and people of color and also other marginalized um, communities and so it was really important for me to create something different and that's you know and that's what I really honour I guess in my in my work is really identity um and working from a cultural lens and a cultural perspective and being really mindful of that has been really important to me. So so yeah I offer one-on-one coaching to everyone um but obviously um if I was to niche it down I would say it was to you know black, indigenous and people of colour. because of that specific um, cultural lens that I offer.
0: I love it. Well, thank you so much for the work that you do in the world because it's so, so important. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So what are your top three recommendations for people that are currently in a career and, you know, like you, they may have worked their way up to management and there is all the financial considerations and, you know, all of the considerations we have when we're in a job, um, but they want, you know, something more for themselves. What would you, what are the three recommendations you, you would say that people could do next?
1: Oh gosh it's you know it's it's hard
0: (laughs) but I think you know
1: one thing I really did was starting off was to really a review of my personal why and my and my value system you know what was really important to me and how was I going to create a life that um, was much more aligned with my values and what was Important to me, what my what my deeper why was, you know, reflecting on what grounds you and and what's important, you know, for you and for your family and and how you want to feel, you know, how you want to feel on a day to day basis, um, um, you know, it's it's really it's really important to to take stock of that because I think we can get so I know I forgot how to feel for many years, you know, I was so burnt out that I forgot. That you know, feeling good was even an option. You know, yes. It, it, it's just you know, you just you're on the um, the the spiral of the the roller coaster. What do you call it? The mouse on the the wheel. On
0: the wheel, yeah. yeah
1: and you just go 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 go, and it's sort of like you you, you just survive and You're in survival mode. So I think really sitting down and really reevaluating what's important to you is a is a great first step. Um, Love it. Yeah, and then, you know, I think, I mean, you know, you can work with a coach, but you don't have to. I didn't work with a coach to get to, you know, to really map it out for me. I think after, you know, experiencing so much coaching, I can see how much a coach would have probably, um, you know, moved me along a lot faster. But I think it's about really mind mapping how you want um, your life to be, and you know what you want to have, and and what you want to do, and it sounds really simple, um, but starting with who you want to be is really important. Um, um, because I think we focus on a lot on the do. You know, it's about action, 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 without really you know sitting back and checking in with, again, you know, back to how we want to feel and 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 who we want who we want to be um and then of course you know creating an an action plan is really important which it's hard you know it's hard to often depending on where you are leaning on your resources leaning on your support systems and and looking at even if it's just some small things you know some small steps that you can take um nothing has to happen overnight but just little little things that you can start doing um you know, one small action, um, you know, and, and just focusing on one thing at a time, you know, and I think it's a sequence of tiny and consistent and incremental shifts, you know, that lead to eventual change you know it's a long it's a long it can be a long process
0: yeah and it's like it's better to be at the bottom of the right ladder than at the top of the wrong ladder right yeah
1: that's a great one I've never heard that before
0: (laughs) I have uh, someone said it I don't know who so I apologize to whoever did whoever I've I've taken that from but um yeah no it that definitely resonated with me so um yeah and I think you know how you're talking about you know what how you want to feel and and why you know why and your personal values and things like that I think that is so important but it's so like you can really feel inclined to gloss over that in the beginning because often it's you know we haven't been asked how do you want to feel like we don't feel like we've even had a choice for so many years and then to to really put that to ourselves it's like oh I have no idea.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and I think, you know,
1: and I, and again, I think the self-trust comes in because when, you, when you're sitting and you're thinking and you're visualising and you're thinking about the business, it can feel really big and overwhelming. And so not getting so caught up in the how all the time, you know, just being able to trust that um, once you sort of start you know, putting you know, you've got you've got your intention or you've got your goal, um, and it's incredible how you know the universe sends you the right people, the right resources, the right opportunities to just sort of you know make it happen. And I don't want to sound make it all sound like rainbows and lollipops, but often you know we get so fearful of the how and how am I going to do this? How and I've if I had looked back at you know, where I was three or four years ago. Um, and, you know, and at that time, it was just like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea what the next few years were going to have in store and all the intricate details. But I knew where I wanted to be. And I knew that I what I wanted to be doing. And, you know, just slowly but surely you know the incredible people that were put in my pathway the resources that came my way the way things just had a way of working out you know I've survived very well without a management income and you know everything kind of just fell into place because I was just so focused on you know where I was trying to get to so I think that self-trust again comes into play as well and trusting the universe you know surrendering to
0: To the process is really important. Yeah, that's so the word that was coming up for me as you were talking. It's like that surrendering, it's like identifying what it is that you want and how you want to feel. And then you know, leaving it up to kind of the universe and the and different synchronicities that can occur to actually, you know, nut out exactly how that's going to happen because of, yeah. often it's like our, even if we were to imagine, um, you know, all of the different scenarios that could take us there, we still wouldn't even be able to imagine how it's act, you know, how it actually does happen in the end.
1: Yeah, and so rather than you know put all your energy into worrying about the how. Just small steps every single day that you can do to towards your bigger goal little things that you can be doing that add to the to the to the full to the full puzzle
0: <laughs> so what's one book that's made a massive impact for you in relation to finding and pursuing your passion or starting your business
1: yeah but gosh there was so you know I've done quite a bit of reading I'm not a good you know um book reader but I love audiobooks because I never have time to read too often but I I always manage to be able to read while I'm driving or listen while I'm driving so that's been that's a you know Audible's been my best friend.
0: So good.
1: Um, Yeah (laughs) but um, one that really stood out to me was The Alchemist and I think um, that one was by Paolo Coelho and it it really stood out to me because it talks about the importance of following your dreams and your passion in life and and the lessons you know or um you know the hurdles that you have to sort of overcome. Um, so yeah, that one that one really it was a big one for me and just you know how the universe does conspire um, to to make things happen for you when when you put your intentions out there.
0: I love that one. Well, I, I love, love that. that. <laughs> you <laughs> all good sorry I was waiting for you to be <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> all good no I love that one I have read that um I actually read it when I was quite young I, I think I read it when I was a teenager maybe and I yeah. probably the meaning probably escaped me a little bit at that age but in retrospect yes it's kind of like it's kind of like magic right like the universe yeah. the the synchronicities that we were talking about once yeah you're on path. yeah yeah, yeah it's a beautiful that. book yeah I love
1: it and it's just a simple little read obviously but it's really poignant
0: yeah, yeah, and I'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, so, Yolanda, is there anything else um, that you wanted to to add for anyone who's considering a career pivot or starting a business?
1: I'll just do it. <laughs> just, <laughs> yep. yeah, just do it. You know, I think. Um, yeah, you know, m- my sister summed it up when she said to me, you know, she said, "You're the happiest that you have that we've ever seen you." Um, since you started your business. And I think it's, you know, I work really, really hard, but um, it's doing what I love. And that's the difference. You know, I'm really, I'm really excited about what I do every day. And um, I'm really, you know, I'm still in early days of my business. I'm, you know, I, I'm hoping to, you know, you know build and, and create a much um, bigger business than I do now. But I yeah I really think just to, to to do it to reach out for your support as we've talked about you're never alone um, there's so many people to to support you in your in your business business journey so really taking advantage of the resources and the support systems that you have out there and and not allowing fear to to keep you playing small I think you know there's there's um you know, our fear will come in and and try and, you know, keep us in our comfort zones. But I think once we sort of um, get outside of our comfort zone, that's when the real magic and excitement in our life really starts to happen.
0: couldn't agree more. And I also think that what what scares us today won't necessarily scare us tomorrow. So the more that you can take action despite the fear, uh, because everyone feels fear. So if you can just keep taking the action, um, you will, you know, you will start to create momentum and you will grow towards what it is that you truly want. Exactly. Yeah. So where, what are you currently working on and where can people go to find out more about you? So
1: um, I'm available on all socials at Yolanda Finette and com. I'm currently um, putting together um, some expanding my one on one coaching to also offer um, group coaching, um, which I'm really excited about. Um, and I've got some. Some challenges coming up, I've got a big program that I'm working on around money mindset, um, which is specifically for First Nations communities, because um, we have a lot of um, money blocks um, that are, I think, um, not really being addressed by other Um, money mindset programs and so I think there's some specific things there that you know I'd like to to be able to bring and offer my community so yeah lots of lots of bits and pieces coming up
0: I love it that sounds absolutely amazing and I'm sure that you're going to do such incredible things I can't wait to see your business grow
1: thank you so much thanks again for having me
0: Thanks so much for listening. And if you loved this episode, please share it with your friends and leave a review. You'll find a link to this episode and all of the show notes at Bexands.com forward slash podcast. While you're there, make sure you sign up for my free weekly email newsletter where I share loads of practical advice for making your career pivot. Remember, you deserve to do work in the world that you love. Until next time, have an awesome day. Yeah.